Radio. Made not for comfort, but for greatness. An interview with Raphael Alimengoham. Hello, Cradio listeners, and welcome back to Cradio. We are joined once again uh, by another inspiring person, someone who uh, has also been uh, spending the last few months on a mission trip. Uh, called the Long-Term Immaculata Mission School, spending their time in formation, in prayer, and currently doing uh, a mission trip across the east coast of Australia. So welcome, Raphael. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so for those of you who might not know, Raph was actually a former Cradio volunteer uh, and is also voiced in a few of our episodes. I'm just going to embarrass him a little bit here. So, so Raph, um, I guess to start us off, tell us about your walk with Jesus through your life. How has he touched your life? So, um, basically, I grew up into a Catholic family. Being Filipino, it was only cultural. We would only um, we would go to church every Sundays and just do all those things, but then really, being Catholic was just inside my family and outside. Once I go out the doors, it was hidden. It was always hidden. It's always private because mm. I was you know scared probably to be judged by other people. As you see in the media, everyone keeps on judging Christians and how how they act or yeah, and, or how they do things. But um, yeah, it's. Through one one camp, one um, one camp run by the Immaculata Sisters, called the Mission School, Immaculata Mission School, is where where I realize that God, God is not someone you should hide. God is a gift. God is God is a, like like a food, a banquet which you really love. A lot of food, a lot of your favorite food. For myself, I love KFC. So if there's a lot of KFC. <laughs> I love to share with other people, you know. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, as you as you love the food, you also want to share with the people you love. And so it's through those through that camp that I begin began to realize how much I love God and how much how much He means to me. And since I also love other people, I also love how to sh- I also love to share it with them to share the gift that He gave me, the gift of faith. So um in a nutshell I guess that's what it is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and um so you mentioned the, the Immaculate Mission School. Now uh, just to clarify that Immaculate Mission School was the short-term mission school. Yeah, is that it right? was short-term. Uh, it goes for January 1 to 10. So Yes. Yeah. Uh, where the one you're on right now is what's called the long-term mission school. Yeah. Which Goes for five months. Yeah, five months. <laughs> Quite a long time. That's awesome. Um, so, the long term mission school that you've been on now, that you're on now, mm. has been going for the past, is it two months? Since August 14. So, around two months and a bit. Two and a bit months. Almost. Okay. <laughs> but right now, you're, you and um, the, the nine other p- young people with you mm. um, are. Traveling the east coast, east coast of Australia, um, evangelizing um, to schools and parishes. Is that right? Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about um, yeah, just the, the past few weeks where you've been doing that? So, um, yeah. Uh-huh. So this mission work, 
I guess I'd like to first start how we weren't sent straight into mission. As we said, yes, we were. We first had a month of formation. So I guess it could be the same as St. Paul. Once he, once he got his conversion, he went out to the desert for, I think, three years, was it? Or somewhere around. Mm-hmm. Well, he had time off in the desert. The same for Jesus. Before he, um, yeah, before he started his, his mission out, he also fasted into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. And so for us, it's also similar how we have to have formation first. We have to form our prayer life. We have to form our knowledge of the church. We have to form yeah, our actions as well, even the little ones. Um, little actions of charity, so um, it's really important because you also got you have to practice what you preach. You can't just preach this and that and not practice it. Mm. So it's during this one month period that we get together t- as a family. We form a family, a bond, and through that we get formed. And then after a month, we get sent out to mission because there we are ready. We have the Holy Spirit. We have we have love. We have love for each other and charity. And through this unity that that we are united in Christ, we get to go off and go into mission where God sends us. So um yeah, it's quite scary at first. <laughs> really, really scary. I'm normally a person who doesn't go out of my comfort zone. Um yeah. I just I'm normally a silent person. I wouldn't I wouldn't talk to anyone, I wouldn't talk to anyone who who I wouldn't know. But I, but then during this formation you get, I don't know, you get a prompting within your heart by the Holy Spirit. I, so during the formation, we had this night called the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it's through that that this Holy Spirit seems to come into me and that I no longer live, but the Holy Spirit instead, the Christ mm. lived in me. And it was through that that I somehow got courage and the words in my mouth and yeah, everything. I didn't have to do anything at all. It was all the Holy Spirit. And so going into schools, being led by the Holy Spirit, my attention didn't focus on myself now and how others thought of me, but instead how I can serve God, how I can bring people to God, not to myself. And and so from Tasmania, all the way from Tasmania to Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland, during those missions, I was leading them to God. Although it's quite hard, I wouldn't I won't say all the time because I still had some insecurities. Um yeah, and all my fears and yeah, a lot of things. There's still roadblocks, but it was still I guess through that unity within our group, through that charity that we are with we are with Christ, that everything is done for him to always look upon him because we always sometimes we get tempted to look upon ourselves. And so, yeah, it's so it's all we pray for each other. We always pray for each other, and we also, as a family, for through that one month, we became family. So we weren't scared to tell them our vulnerabilities, mm. how what we needed and what we, you know, how what we need like sleep or much prayer or wh- whether we're getting spiritually attacked or not. We um yeah we we're just very vulnerable within each other. It's be- really beautiful because within that vulnerability you can you can you're not hiding yourself and through mm. that people can see what you need and they can um i guess accommodate to what you need and always be there for you mm. so you're never left out by yourself and so um 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that, that's awesome. Has there, it, it, in, the, in the time that you've been on missions, has there been any um, kind of like moments which were really special to you where you saw something, um, you know, something um, really beautiful in, in the people you're talking to or anything like that? Oh, there's a lot. A oh, really? Lot, there's a lot, actually. Do tell. I mean, <laughs> every single day, probably. Well, first you, uh, first thing I saw was upon myself, upon my potential of just saying a simple yes and just surrendering everything, everything, all your will, all your, yeah, basically everything and how much you could do when, when you give the pen to God and let Him write. And also, not, aside from myself, upon other people, you see the different demographics between towns and states. So in Tasmania, um, yeah, there wasn't really much people who were really into their faith. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was quite the experience how you have to, um, I guess, go, go to where they, are, where they are at in their faith and just be there as a friend. To be there as a friend as Jesus came down just to be a friend. You know, just to be Jesus to them, basically. And so, um, so you're kind of like, um, I guess, in a sense, bridge builders. Yeah, like you're, you know, you're, you're, you're bridging your relationship. Um, your, your, your relationship is a bridge for them to, for you to then uh, lead those you meet to Christ. Yeah, but then sometimes it's quite hard because that bridge can sometimes live. Um, that bridge can sometimes lead to yourself. Which you don't really want yes. because you have nothing to offer. Yes. You yourself are finite. There's only so much you can give. And the desire of a person is infinite. So that's the hard, hard stuff about wow. going the mission. To not lead them to yourself, but to lead them towards Christ. And through that, it's also quite comforting because, yeah, you basically don't have to do anything. All you say is say yes and do whatever God tells you and then he'll take care of the rest. So one example, I guess, is um, whenever we run retreats or go into schools, we go into those schools not knowing what the hearts of the people are. And so if we do things our way, if we do things our way, how well, what we think is best for them, we don't know what's best for them. We're not God. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's in their hearts. So it's really important for us to be docile to the Holy Spirit, docile to God, because He knows His children and He knows what they need. And, th- and through our obedience to Him, through our surrender of our will and control, He works miracles within them. You can see the hearts change. You can see their face from the beginning and their face at the end, how it just changed in that couple of, couple of minutes or one session. And you can just see there's a light within them. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Raf, thank you so much for your time. Um, thanks for being with us today and for sharing um, I guess some of your experiences over the last um, two and a bit months. I can't believe you still have like a whole two and a half months to go. So it's going to be incredible <laughs> to see um, how much more God can work in you yeah. in, in, you know, in this next couple of months. Yeah. Um, and for all of us listening today, um, uh, I just encourage everyone to keep um, all these missionaries in, in your prayers um, for the next two and a half months. Um, these young people will continue to... Uh, reach out to young people in Australia, um, as well as continue to be formed, um, continue to enter deeply into prayer. Spend, you guys are spending a lot of time in prayer and adoration, especially. Um, yeah. I don't even know how you guys get 
time for sleep. Um, <laughs> there probably isn't that much time for sleep, so pray for that they get some time to rest. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we, we just keep you guys in our, in our prayers. Um, mm. So thank you. That was Raphael Alemangohan with Made Not for Comfort, but for Greatness. For more on the Immaculata Mission School, visit www.sistersoftheimmaculata.org.au And for more talks, interviews and shows, visit creadio.org.au